This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey, Baltimore and surrounding areas to the proximity of Baltimore. Absolutely. Do not forget, August the 18th, it's a grody-ass Saturday night. It's probably going to be like swamp heat outside. You want to be inside the Creative Alliance, man, because we are going to be there live in person talking about... uh, Cobra. Oh, Cobra, of course. How can I forget? My brain is so melted. And those tickets are getting erased as we speak. That's right. They are going. (laughs) They are gone. They're, they're going, going fast. They're nearly gone. Oh, did uh, you see that ticket? It just went away. It did went away. So who that, do you think would win in a fight, the Eraser or Cobra? Oh, my the Lord. The Eraser. Um, yeah, the Eraser. That the eraser. Is a, yeah. But that is a conversation to end all conversations. I, the answer is probably the Eraser, but <laughs> yeah. it would be fun to talk about. Cobra's like, uh, hey, I guess I'll go up against these cult weirdos. <laughs> Eraser's like, I'm going to take down a significant portion of the U.S. government. <laughs> <laughs> So I really think the stakes are a titch higher a little, in Eraser. A but the jokes will be even higher in Baltimore on August 18th. That's right. Steve's going to be high as a kite. We're going to mm-hmm. be there at Creative Alliance talking about Cobra. Tickets are on sale now. WHMPodcast.com. Click on that tour tab. Uh, it just may be the last live show of the year. Oh, my God. Or ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you, could, know. you could be executed in the street tomorrow. Now on today's program, my good gracious, I kind of loved this. It's Eraser. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. Eric Siska. And we hate movies.
everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Good, thanks. Hi. Uh, yes, Hi. the summer blockbuster Hi. extravaganza finally gets to Arnold Town. We're pulling into Arnold Station, ready to look at all the Arnold sights. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> Coming this at is the a racer coming at the gym, coming in the showers. <laughs> I'm constantly coming in public. It's a it's a eraser is the film from the great year of 1996. Can, can I just put a pause on here? Yeah, well, hang pause, on, pause, hang pause, on a second. Right, I got one yeah. last detail oh, here. God, what, what? Directed by Chuck Russell. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's, uh, the movie calls him Charles. By the way, nah, Chuck I don't. His friend. No. I don't. I call him Chuck. Chuck I call him Chuck, Chuck at every Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why so pause the episode if you're listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. The hosts are going to talk amongst <laughs> ourselves. This is not for you. Skip okay. ahead 15. What were you saying, Steve? Why is it called eraser and not? The eraser because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the eraser. Boom, I go go on top of the pencil. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the little pink dot. (laughs) I don't know because that's I'm going to rub you out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, see, you think you might never need me, you might be brash enough to grab a pen, but no, (laughs) one day you need the eraser. No, it's like what uh, Justin Timberlake in Social Network, it's just cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Sean. Whatever. Take Sean, the, the Sean, off. Yeah. Sean MySpace walks up to Arnold. It's like, how about just erase? <laughs> dude, I think wasn't it, it, it Sean Napster? Uh, yeah. Sean Spotify, dude, use oh the alliteration. God. Oh right, Sean Spotify. But here's the thing: then it, the the eraser can go up against the equalizer. Oh, right, shit. Denz- what, wait. get Denzel in here. Eraser, the Eraser versus the Equalizer as a franchise. What is what is no? What is the <laughs> no, Eraser? Oh, <laughs> the whole franchise. Of yeah, it. the Eraser <laughs> would have had to hold on for oh about a decade. <laughs> what is it? What, what is an Equalizer? Because I know like an Eraser is a household item at the you know like. The Equalizer was, that, was that was a TV that's one of those TV shows that nobody Turned watched in. that they insisted become a movie. Oh. I mean it's just Denzel oh, wait, with that, a watch beating people up. That Antoine Fuqua movie with Denzel, yeah. that yeah. first one, the sequel's coming out or might yeah, already yeah. be out, who even knows. Uh it's based off a television show? It's a TV show. How old is this show? Eighties. Uh, like, yeah, that's really right. yeah. yeah. I think that there's a part in ooh, uh I wanna say it's Wolf of Wall Street. With Rob yes. Reiner, where he's yes. like, the equalizer is on. Like, that's his gag. You oh, weird. I had no he's idea. He's on the phone with DiCaprio, and he's yelling at him. Secondarily, yes. equalizer, er, the, the equalizer, uh-huh. the eraser. Uh-huh. Can we get Ray Winstone as the multiplier? Oh, sure, the calculator. <laughs> uh-huh. No, multiplier because he makes everyone bigger. <laughs> well, with food? Oh, I'm going to make you so fucking fat. It's me, it's the, mul- it's the multiplier. I'm well, cooking up the- a meal. Yeah, he's the cook. <laughs> for the both of us. He's yeah. the cook. Oh, right, so the, the eraser cook. and the equalizer Whoa, come back. The cook is under siege. Oh, that's, that's right. You got to talk to and the that's captain. That's Stallone, that's Seagal. Yeah, they got to talk to the captain. Yeah, hey, Arnold, he's a bottomless bird of gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep refilling it. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> when can you start? I don't know, man. It kind of sounds like this franchise might be a little forced. <laughs> yeah, just a touch. <laughs> Maybe. Um, this was the first time I'd ever seen this movie. It was one of those, like... Video store, I've seen the cover, I've seen yeah, the poster a uh-huh. thousand fucking times. I'm a big Arnold fan, and somehow I just totally missed it. Oh boy, was I fucking grinning <laughs> ear to ear the whole time last night. Wow. This I, movie's a lot of fun. Me and Chris Cabin are in the theater club. Yes, we are. Oh, you guys are, you guys are Eraser Bros? We yeah, are. we both saw it in the theater before, many like a decade before we ever met. Oh man, so... Uh, 
Chris Cabin, you're you're a huge fan of seeing this movie. In oh theaters. yeah, I'm uh, a big fan, <laughs> big fan of seeing. If you want to distill uh, quickly the plot of this film for folks. Um, the distiller. It's oh. Burt Reynolds. As a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making moonshine. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of the woods. Yeah, I kick some guy's teeth in. Yeah, so what? See, th- now we're making a cinematic universe. So right? we got. Oh, Chuck, uh, Charles Bronson, the mechanic, right? Yes. Oh, that one actually <laughs> happened. I'm the mechaniker. <laughs> yeah, I'm American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it a Ken Star shine. <laughs> So, no, uh, yeah, I fucked her. So, what is the okay, eraser? Oh, let's yes, distill yes. the eraser. Um, so, little uh, pencil shavings in there for flavor. Vanessa Williams is trying. Uh, is steals evidence from her corrupt uh, uh, defense contractor job. Yes, um, from uh, Cyrez. Cyrez is the name mm-hmm. of the place. I think Cyrex. In the script, it was Cyrex, and then I guess there was an actual company called Cyrex, and they were like, "Hey, <laughs> that's not fair." So we go with Cyrez. They had um, to go you, back, but they had already made the movie, and they had to go back and dub everybody. Are you serious? And digitally alter all the fucking signs. Who <laughs> narked on the eraser, by the way? <laughs> no, I think maybe somebody just like caught wind oh, of it, or maybe gosh. saw the that's, preview. I, I, that I want an insider type movie about that. Cyrex erased <laughs> the eraser. It's incredible. Um, this guy. Damn Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is going to take us down. So yeah, us, that, the kindly people at Cyrex. Much more importantly, she has to come under the protection of a super agent who knows what. John uh, Kruger. John Kruger. He's a the U.S. Eraser. Marshal. And yes, before you ask, Freddy is my brother. Okay, <laughs> and he, he got into some trouble. <laughs> I am not my brother. It's fine. <laughs> he's under U.S. Marshals, but his witness protection is his main gig. Yes, but he also has something to do with Shadow Co. Or something. That, what is Shadow? Excuse me. It's, it's a company that fucking um, ja- corrupt shit. Uh, James Con yeah. ran. Oh. He's like, oh, remember our days in like Shadow Company oh, or something. Well, like I think that. this is like some Eric Prince shit right here. Yes, oh. because this that, is that like be the mid assumption. to late nineties. We were kind of getting hip to this idea of like, hey, we can hire out all these fucking war fanboys for cheap and have them do the dirty work. Uh, they call me the other race, the IRS villages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I could do stuff with witness protection. Oh, yeah, sure. half of Vietnam, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I used to be called the pillager, and now I'm the eraser. I, uh, I hunted an alien out in the Amazons. <laughs> Uh, took his head back with me. That's kind of awesome if it's Arnold, like an Arnold character in a job interview, and he's going over the resume, and it's just different adventures from different Arnold movies. Like, yeah, one time my daughter was kidnapped and taken to South America. I killed approximately 200 people during that mission. It's like July 2nd to August 8th. That's what I was doing. It's like, it's just like weekly adventures. For a a short time in 1994, I came out of a movie screen and wore a red shirt. (laughs) It's this shot of this nerd trying to fill out his card and being like, number of kills and says like, zero. <laughs> bigger eyes is another zero. No, bigger eyes, another zero. Two million. So this movie starts though, by the way, which is why it should be called The Eraser. It's him getting ready for erasing. He's get it like the ceremonial boots. It's like a the beginning of a Batman movie. Kind it is, of. dude. There's yeah. even a shot of him. It's a close up on an actor's waist. Cannot it, confirm that it's Arnold. Sure. And he sort of like turns his waist to face the camera and buckles a knife belt. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a suiting up montage. It's awesome. And I'm like, ooh, it, this is getting good it, already. It comes in handy. It does. I will oh, tell absolutely. You, it comes in handy. And he wears a ninja mask, which he only wears once, unfortunately. Yeah. 
I would like war because it's Ninja Arnold. What happens is Mr. Sadak, was this not just a ski mask? <laughs> it had like a ninja bent to it. Are you saying, really? Yeah. Are you saying that just because it's the guys who tried to uh kidnap the three ninjas wore it? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. The three ninjas is a stay tuned. And by Big the time. way, also the hunted with uh Christopher Lambert. There's Oh uh, Jesus. So yeah. He's got ninja action. Quite there. a lot of that. So Robert Pastorelli is about uh, from Murphy Brown fame. Yes. Uh, he was her painter, Elvin, I want to say his name was. R.I.P.D. Oh, yeah, he died. Um, he's, oh, really? he's been dead for over a decade. Really? Really? Yeah, he, he died on the, set on, this, on the set of the film? Or? No, he died in 2004. He OD'd on heroin. Oh, that's Yikes. too bad, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he is a mob informant that got caught up with. They're about to, like cut his tongue out basically him and his wife melora walters only one scene oh was that her i yeah. thought oh, also though possibly a gumara situation oh yeah, i don't really possibly. know there's no confirmation either way if there was wedding bells or pasta shared well she's definitely going with him so i feel like it's it's bigger than a gumara <laughs> that's just my i mean my bigger judgment than a gumara. that'd be a good tv show <laughs> yeah but the eraser. Hey, bravo! You know. Yeah, I was to just me. gonna say that's a bravo <laughs> she's show. She's not quite a wife, but she's not quite a gumar. <laughs> she's bigger than a gumar. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's all—it's all tall women. That's the idea. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like five oh, ten. A giant woman. A giant oh, gumar. She's bigger than okay. a gumar. <laughs> okay, but we're only gonna let you have eight seasons. <laughs> All right, fine. You can have a Christmas special and a getting out of jail special. All right, pretty stingy, Bravo. <laughs> but Honey, so, I shunk the Gumar. So the, the the erasers thing is he's supposed to go and fake kill you so that like no one thinks you're around anymore. Yeah. But also, like, he is breaking so many necks in this scene. Now, here's well, my thing. It's not the initial witness protection, the yeah. act of protecting a yeah. witness. It's no. like when they fuck up. Yeah. Because yeah. this is what's hilarious is Robert Pastorelli, they're like, yeah, your cover was blown because you went to Luigi's, dude. And, like, no. he's fucking, what is he? He's like, oh, I had to have the gabagol. Uh, the asobuco. Oh, the asobuco, excuse me. Um, unless this is an international syndicate he's bringing down, you let that guy die. And also, this guy has <laughs> yeah. to get out of the East Coast, period. Like, I'm no. not talking, like, if it's New York, New Jersey, I, don't, I can't tell where he's from. He's not going to Philly. He is going to Arizona. Totally. Like you were welcome in Arizona, to Arizona. Yes, ketchup and egg noodles like a schnook. The whole thing. I don't know why they moved him like thirty miles. He should be able to take the fucking commuter uh, rail to like, Luigi. It's fine, <laughs> you know, New York, New Jersey, Italian guys. Well, yeah, they all kind of look alike. Come on, <laughs> yeah, come you'll, on, come you'll on. blend in amongst fine. your own people. See, instead of wearing your your Giants jersey, you wear a Jets one. No one will know it's you. So it's uh, your new uh, identity. Uh, no longer are you Vinny uh, Gambelli from the Bronx. Now now you're Vincent Gombelli from <laughs> New Brunswick. So there you go. I mean, you'll never, they'll never it's figure like a world away. <laughs> I used to be known as a Vinny No Holes. <laughs> and now who, who am I? Hey, to- Vito, I thought I saw Vinny the other day on the street, but he wasn't wearing a giant sweatshirt. He was wearing a jet sh- sweatshirt. <laughs> that dude will be caught. Dead just, just another Vinny. <laughs> That's another TV show. That's <laughs> so he comes in. There's some really great bre- neck breaks. My favorite of which is the the refrigerator one. Oh yeah, which is 
fucking it is Jason Voorhees style neck breaking. <laughs> There's a couple Jason Voorhees situations here. There's the one where the dude opens the front door and Arnold picks him up by piano wire <laughs> and the guy disappears. He's never seen again. He eats him like Yoshi. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It's like he pulls him up and the shot just holds on this door and then you just hear like <laughs> and he just burps. I went camping when I was young and I died. I think I, I became a monster. I think they got that move from the professional. Uh-huh. And like I believe that as Jean Reno, who's like this sleek killer, yeah. I just can't imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger like tiptoeing on a seat on, He's on the wearing roof. a ninja mask. With, with, Chris, so. Just because he has a ninja mask, I understand. They should just put soft like, shoes too. For put, sneaking. Put, put a plow on the front of this guy, right? <laughs> That he should be the plow. I'm yeah. the plow man, and I'm pulling you over. He just has to set down a bunch of pillows on the roof. <laughs> yeah, he takes some dude's face, closes the freezer, and then shoves him. And it's like, yep. And you hear it, and you feel it. Oh yeah. And what's great is you can tell that this guy enjoys thinking outside the box in these situations. Uh, outside normally, the ice box, <laughs> it would be like. Put the head in, slam the door repeatedly until yes, this dude yes. is dead. And he's like, uh-uh, you know what would be funnier? <laughs> Gently close it and then push the dude's body and snap <laughs> his neck that way. Oh, man. Creative kills. So he saves Robert Pastorelli and Melora, Melora Walters. He burns dead. He, he has all these corpses in his car. I want to yeah. see Grave Robber Arnold. <laughs> I want to see the beginning of this. That's the thing. This is like a sh- This operation is a shambles. They say later, him and James Caan later talk about the fact that like he has to smooth it over with the local morgue because they've been stealing <laughs> he just broke corpses. In. <laughs> you didn't call anyone Every time, anything. And you've been doing this for what seems like years, so you've been stealing these corpses <laughs> constantly from the same fucking morgue? Sometimes just for pleasure. Hi. Jesus Christ. Hi, this is uh, Ted from uh, Gambelli's Funeral Home. Yeah, your father is missing and presumed erased. <laughs> so it'll it'll just be a closed coffin then. They they uh they they left a $50 bill <laughs> just right there on the right there on the pad. Yeah, I smoothed it over. <laughs> I left them a tip. Uh, when yeah. can you start, corpse? <laughs> hey, corpse, get ready to well, work. he's just talking with the dead bodies, <laughs> oh, moving course. their mouths around. <laughs> oh, man. That's when he's off the clock and he's bored at his apartment. <laughs> I do he gotta... stole two bodies. Like, two. By himself, presumably. I lost count, though. And if someone could explain this to me, this would be fantastic. Because he goes out to the car. Mm-hmm. He gets these two body bags yes. with corpses in them, right? Uh-huh. So he goes back in to the house. He makes Robert Pastorelli and Melora Walters put like fake blood. Mm-hmm. They lay down. He takes some photos of them. Sure. Uh, yes. And then like he he burns the house down, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, but then he's does he put one of the dead assassins' corpses back in the body bag because he, he carries put, a body bag he, back out. He puts there's three assassins. Uh-huh. One goes in a body bag with him because he knows he's going to need it for <laughs> later. To save it for later for, <laughs> for nom noms. That's what it's got to um, be, right? Because he's <laughs> hungry. Um, he's like doing Jeffrey Dahmer. And then the house. other two he's got on the lawn 
one of them has those pictures in his pocket. Yes, he he pretends that like yeah. one shot the other and they yeah. turn on I mean, each you other. You just pick up a corpse if you're doing errands. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like you you grab your the mail you have to go to the post office with. You grab a corpse in, t- in case you have to erase somebody. Yeah. Well, and you, then you grab like you know dog food and I, stuff on the way. A walking thought, corpse. Yeah. Well, that's a thing. walking corpse. I thought he was gonna be nice and bring like a corpse back. You take two, bring oh, one right. back. But of course, no. He's using this for a whole Wait, other. Why is my grandfather like thirty years old? <laughs> <laughs> this funeral. Look, it's been erased. I'm sorry. I erased your grief. So he explains you've been erased, blah, blah, blah. And if you, and like Robert Pastorelli, like, because I think this is a fine scene, but I don't think I need Robert Pastorelli later in the movie. And in he's like, don't worry, Arnold. You ever need anything? You just come to me. If you need anything, you come to me. And Melora Waltz is like, why do you keep saying that? He's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, Melora Waltz, if you say, it, you should set your character up too for later. Like, <laughs> don't you want to be in the movie later? <laughs> Melora, Mr. Russell told me he's gonna put me in the movie later. He said you're gonna you're gonna get a whole scene with me. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with him coming back. I kind of right. it, 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 it throws this movie even further into camp, which <laughs> yes. is good. Yeah, but that's so. Fair. Then we cut to uh, Vanessa Williams. She's working for, as we said, Cyrex, whatever. It's a a, a, a gun place, and like. She's doing what seems to be the worst undercover work that I've ever seen in my life. Well, this fucking pin she's wearing is... It's a fucking... It's a steady cam. Well, you, Dude, you it's like p- Homer's big sombrero with <laughs> yeah. the camera. And it's so bad. And I pretend blame, like the pin isn't there. Blame <laughs> Roger Sterling over that. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, get a young John Slattery. Yeah. Dude, this is great. My wife pointed out this was kind of the only time that John Slattery uh, didn't have super white hair. But here, it's just gray. Yeah. So this dude has gone beyond... He has transcended having gray hair. Yeah. And is now just this white-haired um, fox. And Hank Azaria's partner in Gross Point Blank is another one of the yes. guys. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. <sighs> Deep um, hole. I yeah. didn't, I didn't is that, the, that the black guy? Yeah, that's the black guy. That guy, I know him as Mr. Trick from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh shit! Yeah, interesting. Sure. So they're like they're like monitoring her. You know, she goes into her office. She puts in a little earpiece. She's got this hilariously huge brooch uh-huh. uh, that has a camera in it. And her whole thing is she has to go into this vault, and they want her. They these guys are the FBI, and they have secured some access codes. They yeah. give her the codes and say, hey, go in, grab all this information using these Copy, codes. Get, make little mini CDs. Dude, yeah. mini CDs. I couldn't believe it. It I was know. like staring through time. But what's the... What's the how much does this evidence <laughs> uh-huh. matter in trial? The video. Oh. The video evidence. No, no, nothing. I think it's just a. That, I mean, it might be just for them to help guide her. I yeah, guess. they want to. Even though she works there, even though she knows exactly what she's doing. But I, I mean, think it's for the convo <laughs> that she gets on tape with Cromwell. Well, I think it's for cinema purposes. Yeah, usually probably. a wire is audio. Right? Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't need a camera. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what your point is. Oh, yeah. I don't movie. really like. You just need the fucking ed- the the disc. That's but all they need. And like every. Uh, Slattery and everybody in, in the other room are like, oh, she's got to get out of there. She's only got 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she gets called. You know, what, the last thing you want to do is get called into your boss's office after you try and incriminate the Should company. Should mention that she makes two discs. Oh, right. Point. Yes. Yes. And she goes up and James Cromwell... In a hilarious <laughs> one. I mean, this is a great scene. This oh, wow. This, is, this was the moment. Well, one, a house exploding in like the first five minutes was a pretty good sign. Sure. But this scene... By the time it was over with, I was like, this may be 
one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> because Cromwell is like the boss of this company, and he's like, hey, what the fuck were you doing in that vault? Mm-hmm. And he goes up, finds the brooch camera like immediately, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, listen, this is the FBI. You're totally <laughs> fucked right now. James Cromwell pulls out this gun, and he points it at her, and you're like, Oh, okay. And I'm sitting there like, I remember Vanessa Williams being on the cover of this VHS box. Not James Cromwell, though. And he does the the classic movie, like, like prolonged scream before putting a gun in his mouth. I kind of get it, though. It's like, you're the reason I'm killing myself, and yeah. I will traumatize you forever. Right. I, if I pull this gun on you and make you piss your pants before I commit suicide, if that's my last act... Okay, he it's lays like, it on uh, pretty thick. Bud, Bud, Bud Dwyer, this famous yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. suicide that did a similar thing. But then also, I guess they're in such a high part of a building. This is amazing. And he shoots the back of his brains out, and he hits the window, and you get like a, a suction, like a, we're on an airplane for some reason. Dude, I wanted his body up, to dude. get sucked out. It was a windy day. <laughs> Can you seemed, imagine? And it also seemed like there were thirty people on the other side of the door waiting for him to commit suicide because <laughs> they run it in like it's a surprise party. <laughs> well, maybe it was like, uh, you know, he, they heard him yelling things like, uh, you've ruined us all. And then like, wait, what's that? You did this to me. Or maybe it was just like in that those few seconds where it was the, ah! <laughs> and they're like, oh, that sounds like a pre-suicide scream. There's a moment of that was like, enough with the games or whatever. Like, we're, th- we're past that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like somebody on the other end was like, oh, shit, am I not going to get my bonus? <laughs> or maybe a, I'm getting a promotion. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> if everybody moves up one, yeah, we're all getting a promotion. Yeah, the guy at the top killed himself. This seems like an in-house incident. <laughs> uh, so you know, she she now knows that she goes back to the FBI. They're like, basically, you're fucked. Here is the eraser, uh, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Arnold is not too happy with the FBI, which is yeah. pretty great. He's like. Uh, Oh, yeah, I bet you told her it was going to be a cakewalk, huh? <laughs> you didn't tell her her life would be in danger. <laughs> Getting that mini disc, it's very dangerous. And Slattery's just like, yeah, sorry, Arnold. Well, this is in the Greg tradition of him getting two awesome names. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in, in Commando, isn't his name like John Matrix? Yes, John Matrix, is, yep. yep. So, I, like, I plug into that. So he's both Commando and John Matrix in that movie. Yeah. And in this, he's both Eraser and John Kruger. Yeah, John Kruger, man. It's great. My brother had some problems. <laughs> look, look, who, is, who among us can't say they had problems? Yeah, you know, I think every family... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. has one child killer among them okay <laughs> look, let's look, not you, single out the kruger family do, do you want to talk to me or do you want to talk to hot copy <laughs> <laughs> look he burned alive what else do you want he's dead <laughs> look i've never set foot in springwood <laughs> i already gave my statement to the police and that is all i'm going to say on the matter <laughs> Can the, the spirit of my brother haunt the dreams of the living teens of that town? Who am I to say? All I know is I'm the eraser. I do a completely no, different no, line of work. No, I have nothing to say about the, pas- the passing of John Saxton. <laughs> and listen, okay? I'm not going to lie. Yes, my brother helped me on some cases. I made him, ta- I made him kill people in sleepy time. Anytime I had to deal with teenagers, I will call my brother because he's really good. He's really good at that. I know. I have no idea about his beef with someone named Jason. <laughs> and yes, it's a ghost phone. I talked to him on a ghost phone. Ghost phone. That's how I talk Dude, to him. Dude, this would be a career low. Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in ghost phone. <laughs> I would see it a thousand times. I know. You got Kruger. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, brother. They're just doing the dishes today. How are you doing? I'm looking for big change in Sacramento. <laughs> I can't go to Sacramento. That's too far. Dude, that'd be great. Freddy Krueger getting fooled by an Arnold soundboard. <laughs> I told you I don't know my father, and I don't know what he does. I'm a cop, you idiot. Come well, on. Congratulations. Detective John Kimball. So what is that supposed to mean to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm getting outraged here, pal. I'm going to hang up oh, in another five whining. minutes. <laughs> well, stop, stop No, you stop oh, calling you me. Such a girly man. <laughs> you believe this shit? You son of a bitch. That's it. I'm hanging up right now. 
I swear to God, I'll do it. I have to see you. All right, that's it. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so uh, he wants to erase her, but she declines uh, protection, right? Fucking stupid as fuck. What are you kidding me? She she almost didn't get out of this office building. Yeah, like yeah. all these goons are running after her. Oh, yeah. And this is, this is weird because it's like this company's private security guards or whatever are running up against the FBI in this van. And the FBI doesn't just – because like the whole thing is yeah. tits up at this point. Sure. They should get out of the van and be like, uh, we're the FBI. Go fuck yourself, Everyone's puny security her- guard. She gets 24 floors down and out. Out the fucking door before they know about it. Yeah, they're not like, great. They're, they're, it's a fucking piece of shit outfit. But like, they are driving away with the door open. And they're like, "Run, get the van!" I'm like, "You're the FBI. These are security guards." I think the idea was no one else knew that what the the FBI had was the oh. idea. So you don't want to blow your cover. Oh, I see. So you have to pretend to be a laundry truck or whatever. It's kind of great because like, as she gets away, they close the door to the van, and one of the security guards kind of like kicks the side of the van or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um, so she declines. But the weird, uh, we also meet James Kahn, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger's boss and mentor, boss and mentor. And then <laughs> James Kahn's boss is uh, John James Coburn. J- James the Coburn. James this Coburn. was one of those like I keep forgetting that like James Coburn is in the movie. Well, he keeps disappearing. Well, that, but <laughs> yeah. also just the fact that James Coburn. Uh, unlike some actors we've covered on this show, James Coburn lived to see 9 11. <laughs> James, oh, really? James Coburn, you... well, because James Coburn's one of those guys that wasn't as old as I always thought he was. Like, he was only born in 1928. Did, so... he, did he hang glide off the tower? <laughs> what are you yeah, I'm at? glad no, no, you no, checked just, your list. I'm just saying, like, I think of the movies that James Coburn, you know, was in yeah. over the years, like Big Western Star and whatnot. He's in, like, The Great Escape, mm. Magnificent Seven and shit. I just forget that he lived oh, this long. Yeah. Like, he didn't die until 2002. The 90s era, man. Oh, big... There was Payback uh, and others. <laughs> didn't he get, I don't know if he won, but he got a lot of atten- uh, Oscar attention for Affliction in 99. Yeah, of yeah Paul Schrader's oh, Affliction. I, he, uh, I think, what are you, my dad? I think he did <laughs> win for that, and Nolte was like nominated. Any uh, MTV Movie Award noms? Or, <laughs> or, or, or for Ben Hawk. <laughs> no, for Best Kiss, him and Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> but like, my dad get drunk yet? James Coburn is in fucking Monsters, Inc. Like, yeah. I just, I... My brain oh, yeah, did yeah, not yeah. register that he lived that long, and he pops up in this movie looking great. Also, like he only died at seventy four, yeah. so I'm, I'm looking at him like, hey, "You look fucking fantastic." He yeah. is great, man. Not enough Coburn in this movie, though, man. It's like the opposite of Matthau. He's younger than you thought he was, as opposed yeah. to yeah. always older. <laughs> Walter Matthau was like a stalled out Benjamin Button. I think was the deal. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I suppose I'll just start looking younger over time." I'm and stuck. Then it's, it's I'm stopped. stuck. Yeah, it stopped. He's, oh. Wait, I was starting to look a little younger, and well, that was about 15 years ago. That stopped. Summer of love, and I'm still 68. Lick my bunghole, <laughs> motherfucker. Still the first white prune every day in the mirror. <laughs> so uh, we cut to Vanessa Williams's house. She's like just making dinner like after a long day. She wants to find out what's on the disc. Uh, when she tries to activate it, lets Cyrex know that she's still in business. So they send a, bunch, a murder squad over to her house. Murder squad has super guns, and we should talk about the super guns. <laughs> the super gun is kind of like the MacGuffin of this movie because uh, Lee Cullen, which is Vanessa Williams' character in this movie. He's a vampire. <laughs> sparkles, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, she was stealing schematics for this gotcha. weapon. And this thing is like, 
the scope is kind of like an x-ray scope and you can see people's like it's, beating hearts it's um, two incredible inventions get that x-ray off that gun and use it for other purposes i know my god the things that you can do in medicine with this okay this is this is the rail gun yes, the, yes. So, but I, are we also talking about the super gun that is the grenade that shoots screws no 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 <laughs> because no. that's unfortunately that amazing piece of science fiction technology uh, was only used once in the movie. And kind of just brushed off. That's yeah, a Harry Potter like, spell that they just dude, shot out of It cannon. looks like you're trying to get the little thing in Quidditch. Like it yeah. opened up. It like flies up in the air and like opens up like a Guillermo del Toro music box <laughs> and shoots all these screws everywhere. <laughs> this shrapnel is crazy. It goes right through Arnold's arm. He's mm-hmm. got it stuck to a refrigerator at one point. It's it's a, a lot of refrigerator scene. trauma in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, poor refrigerators, quite, quite man. Quite a lot of it. But I don't yeah, think the whirlpool guy can watch this movie. The gun, by the way, is powered by an electromagnetic pl- pulse or something. And <laughs> the biggest or something of the movie, it can fire around at the speed of light. Close this. Uh, close to. And that's what I love. That one little screenwriting detail. You totally can tell that it was like they fire rounds at the speed of light and someone was like you know that sounds a little improbable why don't you have her say close to the speed of light as if it's less ridiculous oh so uh james cronwell also invented warp drive here oh right (laughs) that guy can't help it that's what that pig is doing in babe he's like all right pig (laughs) <laughs> let's let's send you into hyperspace. Right, let's, all the methane shoots out of that pig's behind, and it's these zephyrin cocking all over again. Funny that like not like plants aren't being ripped up around the fu- every time the thing is shot. I, out. I feel like if you shoot anything close to the speed of light, you're you're like really knocking on Hellraiser's door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like oh, actually, yeah. what I wrote it that? down. It's actually. I mean, this doesn't make it any. I mean, I guess it's a little less ridiculous. It's the speed of sound. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, okay, it be then. like a sonic boom or something? Like, this, yeah, this, right. this should be yeah. deafening. Should, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, like, in Event Horizon, they go to hell by going through the speed of light or whatever. Yeah, that so was like, a sonic yeah. boom that oh, did that, right. too. Yeah. I, think, I think hell would definitely come into play here. <laughs> yes, exactly. You just open up the door of hell oh. because you wanted to shoot a bullet a little faster. <laughs> There's my ghost phone. I need to call my brother. Hello, the devil. <laughs> uh, there's a couple awesome details here. So in this scene, she goes to her house. Mm-hmm. There's a creepy ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, Daryl. Daryl, who is in the house. That's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a lot of like, uh, oh, you you seeing somebody new? What's going on? What? Do you, how dare you? What are you doing at home by yourself? Oh, like all this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so awesome. So awesome. Arnold shows up to the door as a balloon delivery man. Yeah, at, at what looks like 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, there are a couple things, like as an adult, that you can wear yeah. or carry. That are, it's, it's really just fucking humiliating. Like whenever you see an adult in a neck brace from yeah. an injury. Like yeah. we saw a dude Always yesterday. Funny. Always funny. He's in a neck brace. It's fucking a thousand degrees outside. This poor schmuck's just got a neck brace on. I was going to say, was he like, probably doesn't want to wear that. Neck. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but the other for me is an adult holding a bunch of balloons. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> and here's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Action star Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, hi. 
Look at my balloons. Well, the thing is, what I love about it is the guy. He's got the super gun. He's got. He's looking at everyone's X-rays, seeing, seeing who's got cancer, who doesn't. And he's like, "Well, that that information would be helpful to anybody, but I'm not going to use it." But Arnold just shows up with these balloons. He's like, nah, wait, is that trouble? No, it's just a balloon guy. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, no, wait, it's what a, are you talking it's about? It's just a middle of the night balloon delivery. <laughs> not only that, he doesn't look at his back that says "Let's party." Yes, exactly. Like, oh well, I, I guess I must have ordered some. He should have a party. bullseye on his back. You should wear that. Jacket throughout the entire film. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So he probably uh, he probably took that from the production. He probably that he probably would, has that at home. You? I would too. Yeah. That would be my pick. So this assassin. Second, what, second oh, house sorry. Explosion coming up. Oh yeah. This is this is again. Oh for two in houses. It, this this again was just <laughs> further sealing the deal for me with this movie and my love for it. So this dude is getting ready to fire. Like the, the so what happens is the doorbell rings. Arnold is there, and this boyfriend is like, oh. Are you seeing someone? Is yeah. this here now? Let's open the door and find out. And this douchebag opens the door, and Arnold's like, get down! Yeah, it's a classic he, get down. And he like pushes Vanessa Williams out of the way, and this dude, Daryl, gets hit with this gun. And it's, I guess, because it's going close to the speed of sound, <laughs> that it, like whatever this bullet is or whatever hits him, this dude Wait. goes flying across the house and gets impaled against the Here's, wall. It's amazing. predator tech. Yeah, he, well, he, he like flies up a staircase. <laughs> well, yeah, and clearly it he is was... like hell's coming out. Yes, it's, these no, are like is. ghost powers. I think this gun was invented by the Scolari brothers. <laughs> He's also the clearly buttoning a shirt that is like four sizes too big to, for him. Yeah, because when he gets shot, it just like. <laughs> it's like, flip-flapping, flip, yeah. flapping like well, a sail. It's 96, Chris. It was the style at the time. Yeah, ev- everybody dressed horribly in the mid-90s. Yeah. It, it's just Jerry O'Connell should come out of this flesh wound like, wow, I slid here. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you figure it out, Arnold? Well, that's weird, too, because when you see these bullets get fired, yeah. you you watch these like weird CGI ripples happen. In reality, reality <laughs> ripples. I mean, that tells yeah. me that it's going way faster <laughs> The speed is out. Yeah, this yeah. shit is tearing through time and space. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. All right, you know what, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I know we, we bother you all the oh, time. Yeah, you never you never call us back, by the way. Yeah, you're no, so fucking he refuses. busy. He refuses. Just fact checked one scene from uh from Eraser, either this or the alligator scene. I'll take either. Why do we need him though? I feel like this is a job for Mythbusters. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like if any of these guys survived fucking Arnold's wrath, mm-hmm. um, I feel like you would like in a week they would have cancer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I just got an idea of who we could call for an expert. Okay, so you okay? Alligators and ghosts. Boom. Steve Irwin. That's right. Oh no. Oh, get, well, he- <laughs> get him on the ghost phone. I know he's okay. Dead. So somebody's got to shoot one of the bullets, and then we have what, to go okay, and get him. What if Neil deGrasse Tyson did? a seance <laughs> to bring forth the spirit, the everlasting hey. spirit of Steve Irwin. Hey, Freddy, Irwin. Freddy, I need you to get Steve Irwin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't think you could get Neil deGrasse Tyson in a seance because he would just sit there the he whole time poo-pooing it. it. Yeah. And they'd be like, listen, Neil, it's only going to work if everybody is into it. If you you're fucking around, this. we're going to accidentally well, open a doorway. doesn't exist. You can't do this. No, yeah, what if, he's what the if, first <laughs> character killed. <laughs> What if, Anne, what if Anne Dowd uh, approaches him in the parking lot? What yeah, if yeah. that happens? Then she's, he's going to the she's like, She's yeah. like, oh, hey, Neil deGrasse Tyson, did you know that my son drowned? <laughs> come over Whatever the fuck happened in that movie? Come on, come to my house. I know, I know, I know what you're going to think. Oh, isn't <laughs> this a great... <laughs> isn't this a great doormat that I've sewn for you, Neil deGrasse Tyson? 
She might not be. It says, place your space boots here. <laughs> she might not be on the level. Uh, so. Oh, so that this is where the grenade comes in. Yes, the super this grenade. Dude, this dude's like, uh, my science fiction gun didn't work. I'm going to throw this science fiction egg in here. Yeah. This thing goes off. Like this Eric said, like one some, of the screws gets yeah. in Arnold's hand. It's like some Stark Industries shit right here. It really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it explodes, and it the impact is as such. Arnold's beak goes all the way around his head. <laughs> Little stars times, appear yeah. above him, too. Yeah. This is humiliating. <laughs> this means war. <laughs> I hope you realize this means war. It is not Austrian season. Oh, look, he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's Marvin the Martian horseshit. Yeah, so, the guns definitely are. It's fuck. This is a great Arnold move right here, man. Something I feel only the Eraser himself could come up with to get out of this house because like these assassins are coming. Or Isn't whatever. the Eraser just? Rolling off your tongue, just the eraser. Yeah. Okay. All right. Instead of ju- instead of saying eraser, but yeah. yeah, nobody calls him the eraser. That's, That's a true. Even though he's credited at the end of the film as just eraser, even yeah. though they keep calling him John and John John Kruger, Kruger. and even on Mellencamp. IMDb, actually, John yep. Kruger Mellencamp. <laughs> Did <it> say <laughs> that there? He has a story about how I disappeared, Jack and Diane. <laughs> uh, he is U.S. U.S. Marshal John. The Eraser Kruger. Oh, really? But on the in the end credits, it actually just says Eraser. Right, right, right. Yeah. Somebody from uh, the big city is like, "Where am I? Where Where are you going to put me?" Well, you're going to be in this small town. (laughs) Always from this small town. We were young and we were improving. What were you saying, Andrea? I totally derailed you. Uh, oh, well, so he's like, all right, here's a way to get out of here. Boy, do I love blowing houses up. <laughs> he fucking rips the gas line of yes. the stove and turns the fucking thermometer all the way to max, and yeah. they book it. I and hope you have insurance. <laughs> oh, does he say that? No. Oh, it would have been a good line. He should have, because this is just really careless, because if you do this to my house, I'll be upset. <laughs> Um, and so then these assassins get in and they're like, oh, they're not here. And something, this was weird, was like the thermometer just starts sparking for some <laughs> yeah. reason. He like yeah. turned it all the way up to like 100 degrees. And I don't know, I guess at, at that, I guess, it's, I don't know what, <laughs> the, the, the fucking then, well, android inside of well, it then short circuit. If you have torn something in reality, yeah. you, you know, the sparks will start happening. Right. Oh, right. They've the shot Jama- the gun, they've shot the gun, the cartoon world is coming out. <laughs> We've cut right through. To Toontown. It's got oh to no, it's my arch nemesis Daffy Duck. Oh, no. Hey, Valiant! Get out of the kitchen. That butcher blade is now got little legs. It's a cartoon. Cartoon knife. It's a cartoon, hey, you idiot. Arnold! And he talked like this. Shh, shh, no, that's all, folks. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes. Oh man. Uh, oh, so the house blows up. Yes. And I paused it. This house explosion comes thirty minutes into this movie, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit!" Two house explosions in the first half hour. A plus. A plus. Well, they should it's have just bl- an A plus with, with bodies in the house. Yeah. In both times. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's double points for me. There should be every thirty minutes a house explodes. Yeah. That's yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep the pace. Um, the house eraser. <laughs> they- <laughs> That's 
this new show on HGTV? Oh, no, I don't fix it up. I blow it up. That'd be awesome. The Donald property. Trump hired him in the 80s. Yeah, it's demo day. <laughs> the Property Brothers are just like cutesily looking over some closet space. Yeah. And they see him coming up the sidewalk. And they're like, no, Eraser, not this one. Here comes the house, Eraser. Lighting a stick of dynamite with a cigar. <laughs> Every day is demo day. <laughs> one Property Brothers just fucking dancing like a chicken. And the other one's like, aren't we annoying? <laughs> yep. Got it. I fucking hate those guys. I don't watch it. <laughs> I watch a ton of shitty TV. I do not do. I don't fuck with the Property Brothers. Well, good for Congratulations. you. Congratulations. They fuck back. <laughs> hey, we're the Property Brothers, and we fuck back. <laughs> <laughs> I watch uh, House Hunters, international and domestic, where it's all about couples just about to get divorced. You are so like, right. You mentioned this once before, and they, I re- recently watched a couple of House Hunters International, and you were so right because every time it's just like, well, I mean, this is what he wants to do. It's <laughs> always, <laughs> it's always one of them wants to move, yeah. and the other so clearly does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I guess since we're moving to Spain, all of a sudden maybe we could be near a town. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh no, House Hunters International is a real problem. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we're going to Laos. Like, why? There was one. It was so fucking awesome. There was like some couple from like Staten Island or mm-hmm. something and this guy's Uber. like I've always wanted to have a, a, a place where I had my own tiki bar and you see this dude's basement and yeah. it's just like nice. a basement tiki bar <laughs> nice so then they're like we're gonna move to wherever the fuck like Fiji or some shit so yeah, I can geez. finally have my own tiki space and the wife is just like he's always dreamed about this <laughs> yeah exactly I, well, one day I watched the movie The Truman Show <laughs> And uh, he was talking about how he wanted to go to Fiji. And I thought that was really inspiring, you know. So I said, I'm going to move to Fiji. And life is just a TV show, right? I mean, your cameras are here. They're here. That's it. (laughs) I always liked open space kitchens. And I hate you. (laughs) That's kind of how it goes. Um, So this house blows up. And Arnold is like, so by the way... Uh, I told my coworkers that this was going to happen. Uh-huh. They didn't believe me. <laughs> also, you should have just come with me in the first place. Now you're erased. I have to burn your IDs. Like if you knew your new name is Deborah or Debbie, if you'd like. But she's like, you looked at me and you saw a Debbie or you saw a Deborah, and he's like, ah, uh, I don't know Debbie. <laughs> What's another form of Deborah? There's like lots of fun. Well, I, I can only think of two women names at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he puts her in Chinatown. So, this is when he begins to use his network of formerly... Debbie loves Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> formerly erased people that are like, in the, I steal their souls and now they right. are my slaves. Like, one day I will call upon you for a favor. <laughs> is it that or is he Batman? <laughs> and these are the people he saved. Because gotcha. well, a lot of this is about, because he even says this to Vanessa Williams, it's all like temporary mm. erasing though. Because <laughs> he's like, everything will go back to normal once you testify. Oh. So I think it's a thing where he's like, here's this old Chinese lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had to testify against a, a triad or something. No, they the say Yakuza. They get a little mixed up yeah. there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I thought say, so. Yeah, they get I a thought little I just mixed, mixed it up. up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's distinctively Chinatown, but it's also Yakuza. I was yeah. getting so confused well, right here. Yeah. Maybe she was a turncoat or something. <laughs> I mean, I suppose a Chinese woman could rat out the Japanese mafia. <laughs> yeah, it just depends knows. on what's going on in your neighborhood, really. Yeah. But it was weird. Yeah, maybe she 
worked for the Yakuza, as, you know, as an interpreter. Who knows? That's I, true. I, I got to stop thinking about this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has one scene in the movie. Yeah. I think she's in four shots altogether. Mm. Uh, so he's like, you can hang out here uh, while I go, like, you know, Really get the 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 scoop as to what's going down. He does say that I will always work alone. If anyone says they yes. work with me, use this gun and shoot them in the head. Right. Uh, so this is where we're introduced to James Khan, which I have ne- I had never seen this movie until last night. He got about two sentences out of his mouth, and I just wrote the note: James Khan is crooked. I bet. <laughs> yep. And what I really appreciate about this movie is it doesn't fuck around with like not telling you an obvious thing that a character played by James Cron would be crooked. Yeah. yeah. Like, immediately in the movie, more or less, you find out that he is crooked, and it actually allows the movie to have kind of a good cat and mouse between these two characters. I, I actually like the scenes with Arnold and James Cron quite totally. a bit. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Even though, because it is, and James Cron is not the world's greatest actor, but he's very good. And he is acting circles around Arnold, because he's like, I don't know, John, remember... All those people, uh, they, they're, they're knocking off all of our witnesses. And like Arnold has to like watch, and it's like, beat, beat, beat. Yes, they are. <laughs> people are being murdered. <laughs> that is a bad thing, right, James Caan? Because <laughs> it's just like James Caan, he's like doing his weird, like, dad's angry energy at everything. Yeah. You yes, know what I mean? Big like, time. That's He's a scary. I would hate to meet James Scott. I'm sure he's oh, very yeah. nice. No, he's probably not. I'm sure he's, yeah, no, I'm I'm sure he's a total he's, prick. He's, a yeah. tiny, oh, short little prick. Because <laughs> it just it, it he's always Sonny Corleone. He's always just a little fucking like, come on with this bullshit. Well, it's just it's one of those like he's like a little he's got little dog complex. Oh. Like little dog complex is like when you have a tiny little dog, <laughs> but it, like how tall is he? He's a tiny dude. Is he really tiny dude? I think like I think he had like old man shrinking thing. Oh, I see. Faster oh, than most. Because as Sonny Corleone, he's like kind of tall. Is he like a Benjamin Buttons too? But I yeah. mean, he's he's acting against Pacino, who is exactly the size of a button. I mean, right. I guess that's also true. Because then when he's in Thief, yeah. which is maybe like what ten years after the first Godfather movie, yeah. like Sounds that's a great right. movie, man. They say Thief movie. is amazing. He's listed as five nine. That's got to be bullshit. That's fake. That's Pacino's listed as five seven, which is also horseshit. Yeah, that's a load of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, They're both like five two, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is the what is the um, the exchange that lets us in on James Conn being crooked. He's on the phone with somebody. No, or? it's not until we actually get to the the swamp. But we're told that the FBI is in on it because the one guy, the nerdlinger there, like is on some phone call with the Under Secretary of Defense. Sure, that's how we know that this mm-hmm. scandal goes all the way to the almost top. Right. Yeah, because it's the. Undersecretary <laughs> yeah. of Defense, because one of the FBI guys from John Slattery's team, oh, right. is on the horn with this guy, and yes. he's like, "Hey, um, this whole thing got fucked up. Uh, this woman isn't dead, yada yada." And the Undersecretary is like, "Yeah, well, you need to fix this because it's like it's something like a fifty-two million dollar arms deal <laughs> well, or something is going down." This this features one of my favorite things in all of cinema is a crooked archivist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the take you think this guy like it's not even like it's not even you like set up like he's been handed money or anything he gets the disc the all important disc they're like oh man we got we got it we won the case yeah this guy takes he's like doo, 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 bah, 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 <laughs> yeah. pops it out puts it in another thing he's like yeah your shit's here but yeah. he, call, he calls <laughs> from the he calls from the office to immediately like that's a payphone situation yeah. but it's a great coded message though it's like such an obvious thing because he's he's handling this mini CD and this archivist makes the phone call and he's like, Yes, 
your music has been delivered. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does this all the time, though. There's probably oh. so many crooked shit. Oh, shit's yeah. going Your on. advance of Deftones White Pony is here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is their best album. Uh, <laughs> um, somewhere around here, Vanessa Williams tells Arnold one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a character say in a movie. She's like, this reminds me, I think she says this to Arnold. She's like, this reminds me of when I was a kid and I used to have nightmares about dragons. No, oh, no. Did you catch that line? No. I did not either. I mean, this Maybe might you get be, the dragon cut. This might be part of your own imagination or it might be in the film. I mean, this is a nutty movie. Arnold sets her up with like credit cards and whatnot. Oh, and she's right, like, yeah. oh, what's the limit on these? Oh, yeah. And he's like, this is not an excuse for a shopping spree. <laughs> but I was like, this why do you. coming out them? of my end. <laughs> Oh, we should mention also somewhere around here, uh, Vanessa Williams calls uh, the actress Roma Mafia, yeah, uh, who's playing a reporter. I feel like Eraser at one point was probably because this movie's like almost exactly two hours. It probably was two hours and fifteen minutes at one <laughs> yeah, point, yeah. Yeah. and more of it was Roma Mafia's character playing this reporter, nah. yeah. and she's like, "Hey, I made two copies of the CD. I'm gonna like." Get ready to tell all kind of a thing. She, I, I think they maybe cut a kill, like a. Well, she's. We're told she's butchered old, instantly. Old man in on dangerous ground esque. Oh, like, kill yeah. scene. that guy gets. Because they say she, they peeled her like an onion. Yeah. I'm like, holy they fucking well, shit! John yeah. Kruger does see a photo of her corpse. I think. <laughs> Briefly. Excuse me, I'm going to have to throw up. <laughs> Dude, that's how you know it's fucked up when you show the eraser a photo and he starts vomiting. <laughs> he starts that's vomiting. not also buco. Oh. <laughs> Erasers he, in the back puking his guts oh. out. <laughs> he composes himself afterwards. He's like, yeah, okay, put her in the car next to the other corpse. <laughs> I might have room for her in the fridge. Oh, I could use, or it's a woman, what, 40, 40 to 50 years old? Perfect. Oh, that's good. <laughs> hey, I, Angela, you're finally going to get erased. <laughs> You've been on the waiting list forever. We finally found a donor. <laughs> that dude if you write down organ donor you know they're just gonna do they're gonna use your corpse for erasing oh absolutely that's what that right? means yeah, that's yeah. this is the thing though man <laughs> just just do it what am i gonna care yeah hey sally here's 50 dollars <laughs> Send this to the morgue. He must be looking for corpses constantly. Oh yeah, like he be, because you ha, you have to use them so often in your work. Listen, you have to like collect them as you make them. Listen, Kevin, it ain't hard to find corpses, man. <laughs> oh, excuse you your, me. You can like, show you your just, corpse right now. Look, you just go to a hospital like after hours. It's similar to this crooked archivist. And you slit your wrists. You can find you can find a crooked morgue attendant oh, really for sure. easily. For man. sure. They all mostly oh, work true. alone. The late night shift. They all fuck the bodies, by the way. That's yeah. another thing. Like Arnold You're going comes to get in, the corpses. He's <laughs> yes, Momar, I'm going to get the corpses. <laughs> Arnold walks in, right? He catches some dude in the act, and uh, he's like, I won't report you to your superior if you buck. give me one, <laughs> two, four. If I can get seven corpses out of your ice chest. Look, my brother is going on the kill spree in Springwood again. Do you have any teenagers? <laughs> They're all stocked up there. All right, they'll come back around oh. prom season. Maybe it's a tag team with Freddy. <laughs> like Freddy kills them, and then Arnold picks up the bodies for his own purposes. Oh, nice! <laughs> I get the capoil, you get the soul. 
Hey, you know what, bro? What what am I supposed to do with some Johnny Depp goo? I can't do anything <laughs> with that. You've got to give me bodies, man. Hey, listen, bro. I am the eraser. I'm not the blender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like to eat my food blended, but <laughs> I need a full body. So he goes, uh, James Caan. Uh, by the way, we, we, we need to just put a pin in. Uh, Vanessa L. Williams and Arnold should be romantically flirting, but this movie cuts it out quick. Yeah. We got to talk about the airplane. Let's it's just go to the airplane yeah. sequence. Yeah. It's they, fucking fantastic. Well, hang because it's we've got airplane awesome scene back to awesome airplane scene because they go on a mission right here. Yes. Because Khan is like, our witnesses are being killed. Come with me. We have to go check out. If on, you want to check live. on my witness. Well, yeah. come if you want this witness to live. <laughs> so they touch down. Right. I forgot. And it's this. like, oh, we've called her a bunch of times. She's not picking up the phone. This so, is a missed opportunity for another house explosion. It <laughs> kind of is, and I was oh. pretty bummed out about it. Oh, and then. Introduction of a uh, young agent dead meat. Yes, yeah. big time. Uh, this is almost to a T the young character in Die Hard 2 when the general is like, uh, uh, yeah, I wish you were with us in Nicaragua too, buddy. And he fucking murders that yeah, kid. Yeah. It's kind of this. So they touch down. It's the same actor from uh, The Rock. And I believe he's in uh, uh, Hunt for Red Oct- no, uh, uh, A Crimson Tide. Sorry. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, you said shit. Hunt for Red October. I was like, Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, it's Crimson Tide, Hunt for Red October's stupid cousin. Stupid cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they're like, we got to go to this woman's house and check on her. James Conn's like, uh, she's probably just cooking and didn't hear the phone ring yeah. or something. So they go there. And it's just an awesome scene. Arnold fucking stabs a dude with a knife through a door, yes. which is fucking great. They're taking That's out all Michael these Michael Myers shit, FYI. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. So we have Jason Voorhees-ing <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. We got some Michael Myers-ing going on. But the best part of this scene is so like James Caan, uh, he runs into the room with the, the woman who's being held by some goon. Yeah. And the guy's like, you're early. And he's like, you're not. And he shoots him. You're late. You're late. And the woman is just like, <gasps> oh, my God. He kills her. And then, like, he hears people coming, and he does, which is my favorite thing James Conn's ever done in movies, which is sarcastic CPR. Yes. Yeah. He's just like, oh, breathe. Breathe for me. Come on. Make it. And then he's, like, doing mouth to mouth and just, like, like suffocates her with his gross mouth. Well, this is what I don't understand. That's this a woman- death that I don't want. Why don't you suffocate me like that, hey, Je- <laughs> Jessica, this is theater kissing. That's what they call it. <laughs> right across, right next to the, the My cheek My mouth right is just going to take a sleep on your face. But then you're going to be <laughs> fucking dead. But it's weird because like this woman was shot in the stomach and he's like, yeah, CPR, that'll do it. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound right. And it's fucking great because like Arnold walks in and he's like, uh, <laughs> something about this doesn't check out. Why, why is your shirt off? <laughs> um, also here, Arnold fucking kicks a dude out the top floor window of this house. Sure. Fucking classic move. Um, and yeah, he's kind of just like kissing this dying woman. <laughs> it's very it, uncomfortable. It's really gross. And then so she dies and they just like get back in the plane like, "Well, she's dead." And job well done. Arnold g- takes a glass of water. And I mean like I thought because the eraser is such a genius and such a, like a, you know, master detective. He takes a James Scott's like, "Hey, you want some water?" and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take some water." And then the next guy's like, "Yeah, I'll take some water too." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. You take this stuff." An I w- ice cold Pepsi. I would have thought the eraser's like, "Well, what the fuck's going on with this water?" Like, he keeps drinking it in such an ostentatious yeah. way you think yeah. he's in on it. And he's like, "I switched the bu-. No, he did. Hey, James Khan, don't you know I love Pepsi? Why does he get the Pepsi? Maybe I want 
wanted the Pepsi. Yeah. It better not be the last Pepsi, James. I won the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> I miss the just universe now. Jokes on you. I take roofies every day just to, <laughs> just to match it for just such an occasion. Great reason to fly privately, by the way. James Conn is just smoking on this jet. Oh, absolutely. Because it's a work jet, man. This isn't commercial. He gets drugged. He starts to pass out. And the kid, who's, who's the young agent, Agent Deadmeat, is like, did I do a good job? He's like, uh, yeah, kid, you got an A+. Plus. And he starts shooting him in the chest. Dude, and there's a great <laughs> move here, too. He's like, because uh, Arnold like like falls down. The kid sees him falls yeah. down, fall down, and he's like, he's hey, what's going on, mister? <laughs> and you know, James Conn's like, take a seat. He flips. This is a great move. There's a bulletproof vest on this chair. He flips it up so the vest is facing the back of the chair, and then he fucking shoots this guy. Oof. He knows how to kill hey. a person on a plane. Hey, why would you? Why would you do that? Why am I sitting on this bulletproof vest, Mister? What? Why is you line everything with garbage bags? Yeah, I'll sit down. <laughs> oh no! What are you wearing Kleenex boxes on your feet for? Did you so- take? The- did you take that from the Marriott? Hey, shower cap. Did hey, you Mark, take it from the Marriott? Hey, Mark Wahlberg, you my new roommate? Wait, what? <laughs> All these papers on the ground. What do you got? A little chow or something? <laughs> Michael C. Hall, I love you. <laughs> nobody loved Michael C. Hall. No, in nobody 1996. Did. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll hold this gun real quick. Yeah, what? But now my fingerprints are on it. Mm-hmm. Now what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, so Arnold, right before he passes out, like sends a pager message to Vanessa Williams that's like, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. What I told you might happen is definitely going down. Yes. Uh, so well, she knows I, to. F- I imagine this is one of the last gr- uh, great dramatic beeper shots. <laughs> I mean, at the time, <laughs> yeah, it was like, I mean, it had to be. The sun, sun was, was setting, setting on it. Yeah, 96, yeah, man. It was I mean, it might have been, it was one of the last ones, I think. Mm. Um, so they... definitely from a big studio. <laughs> oh, you think oh, the, indies, in, the indies are still beeping, the indies dude? Probably still They're beeping. beeping out there. Wasn't there a beeper in good time? Well, I mean, there could, doctors, yeah, well doctors still. Yeah, beep. doctors, doctors still beep. Deal. Yeah, uh, citizens, regular civilians don't beep as no. much as they used to. No, drug no, dealers no, and no. doctors. Even drug dealers have burned. I, I, I think yeah. they went to cellular. Why yeah. the beeper with doctors? I guess because you don't with cell phones in the hospital. Well, I think now that they're they're more complex, they can actually tell them like what's going up. Oh, it's a like a complex text or something. Oh, interesting. Because it's better than like you got to call me, be like, "Hey, come to the hospital." Wait, what's going on in the yeah. hospital? You know, it's, it's just like a I beep. glance this on the way to the shower. Exactly, right. I got beeped. I better run to the hospital tonight. So like- the plan is, if Arnold sends this one particular message on the beeper, she has to leave and go to a payphone outside the city zoo. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's taking place at the City Zoo, which is kind of great because it's either realistically you got the Bronx Zoo that's like the big yeah. one or well, the Central Park. And the Central Park is there Zoo. Anything it would have to be Central? the Central Park Zoo. There, is there alligators there? There better be. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, there's definitely I think CG, got like a, the, CGI alligators can go anywhere. They're like Eric. a pony and like some barnyard animals that you could pet probably. We're entering back to back the best scenes of the movie, which is one Arnold escaping from this ele- this airplane. This I don't was know. awesome. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, Eraser, man, this dude's got some balls. Because he's like, no, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking try. I'm just going to open the door. I'm not going to try to fight <laughs> right. you. I am just going to open the door to this airplane. A shootout ensues, and he just opens the door. <laughs> it's he so great. changes the dynamic of the conversation. <laughs> he flips that script, dude. He does. 
first it was an, it was a gunfight on an airplane. Yeah. Now it's an airplane with the fucking oh, door. And open. what's that? Because he's a fucking the strongest man in the world. He rips a seat out and throws it into the engine of the <laughs> yep. fucking plane. Like what? It's so awesome because he's like, how can I make this even more difficult? This plane is already losing cabin pressure. I'm going to throw a chair into the jet engine. But those are bolted down, man. It's not a, it's not a folding Dude, chair. But his arms. Oh, yeah. that's true. Those are unbolted. This did look like some side door. Sure. Not a thing that a passenger would sit in. It almost looked like a... A jump seat kind of a thing? No, I, th- I thought it was going to be that. I thought yeah. it was going to be like strap himself in Or maybe like a chair. gurney. Yeah. It looked like Yes, it did look like, like, a, like a, a gurney, gurney sort of cot kind of thing. I mean, but anyway... Like, or maybe it was that guy's well, corpse. Maybe we didn't look close that enough. That should have... <laughs> God damn it. See, that should have been it. Like yes. He's looking around like... What could I use that would destroy this jet engine? Oh, oh I know. This kid. Something I'm familiar with. The corpse. <laughs> I have a special set of skills, which is really just moving corpses around. Uh, but I guess maybe the notion is, because he eventually jumps out of this plane, yeah. um, was to take out the engine so that he could clear it and not like be sucked into it. he wouldn't get sucked into yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you would think... As, as, hey, just out of you know malice, just fucking like, hey, the plane's going down. Yeah. Yeah, but also like he's getting shot at and he grabs this parachute and just throws it out. And then he has to jump out now to to, to grab get, it. Yes, yeah. and that all, is crazy. Could you could you imagine doing this? No, he's, not at all. I'd he's trying dead. to add a level level of difficulty. It's like not easy. All right, James Con, <laughs> break my leg real quick. This is too easy. <laughs> James Con is too hung up at this point because this is where Arnold pulls that knife out of his belt yes. and chucks it at James Con, and his arm gets like stuck to the the wall or whatever. James Con, do you have a hammer? <laughs> hammer my hand <laughs> and Khan is great right here he's like oh yeah hit me in the arm with this mail order horse shit <laughs> alright I'll give you till three Mississippi to get your gun <laughs> I'm so tired of playing on God mode <laughs> uh, so yeah Arnold jumps out of this plane without the shoot the Ba- you think this is a stupid scene? Wait until James Conn puts a gun to the head to the pilot. It's like hit him with the plane. We're gonna run him over with this, this guy plane. Look, this guy looks look exactly like Sully too. Yeah, he does. Sully well, it's like a Caster Troy move. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a face off. That was like that like, I want scene. him. What does he say? Like spread across this windshield. Arnold gets the parachute. It's not a car. You can't just hit someone with a plane. It's they so try. awesome, dude. You just see this plane turn around, and I was like, oh my god, the plane is actually. <laughs> turning around in this movie and Arnold it's so fucking funny the juxtaposition of this plane and Arnold is just pulling the levers on this parachute we've like, got a, uh, uh, a first here on the skydiving news network it's a it's a dark day. Someone was hit by a plane that they jumped from. There, yeah, that is right. We're getting reports of malicious planes out there, <laughs> so you might want to uh, check. That's so, true. Not sanctioned. Not <laughs> sanctioned, everybody. Not Every, sanctioned. Everybody be be very careful on your gnarly dives. Nobody can tell you at this point that uh, skydiving is never not interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So he tries to hit him with the plane. It doesn't quite work out because Arnold Schwarzenegger takes a gun out and starts (laughs) shooting at the windshield of this plane while dangling from a parachute. He breaks the windshield. It's so awesome. They don't show you how this plane lands. That's a movie I want. Yeah. 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 Like I feel like split that, screen it, dude. Just we're split doing, screen the well, rest of the movie of listen, them trying to land. This we thing. are about to blow the CGI budget on one of the funniest, most amazing things I've seen in a long time. So I think they were like, we can't have this broken ass plane crashing. 
We, yeah, can't, so, we can't show the angels carefully placing this plane <laughs> on the ground. Instead, so that well, they're busy placing <laughs> Arnold on the ground, even though he gets wrapped up in the parachute now and he's free-falling again. He eventually does get the emergency chute open, falls on top of a deck of cars, which is great. <laughs> and then this little kid is an awesome line because then Arnold's just like, where is this? Yes. And this kid says, Earth. Yeah. Welcome. Oh, it's so great. These two little like kids playing in a junkyard. Yeah. There's a legit junkyard dog that comes That's out. That's what you want. And Arnold basically like gives these kids fifty dollars and so he can steal their father's junkyard. <laughs> yeah, that's truck. kind of bullshit. I oh. mean, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money for a little kid, but now how is anyone gonna eat? Dad's car is gone. Right. So James Khan is able to deduce he's like, all right. Well, he's able to land this fucking plane. Well, yeah, yes. however that happens. Uh I mean, maybe it was Sully Sullenberger himself. Miracle on the Hudson. This was the, the warm angels. up to it. Right. This I, is I the first one. The, the crooked mo- the crooked uh, FBI plane he landed first. You oh. got an angel in your cockpit right now. <laughs> no, James Conn's like, give me that super gun. He shoots through it and jumps through a wormhole and gets oh, the- he starts playing <laughs> portal. <laughs> uh so the yeah, they show James Conn like at this landing site and he's like, all right. I know, uh, I know Kruger. The move is going to be meet in a huge public place with a lot of exits. They're definitely going to the city zoo. So we're at the zoo. Closing time for the zoo. Uh, Closing uh, Vanessa time. Williams. <laughs> yes. I don't a, know the rest of the lyrics. Time for monkeys to turn around. I don't know. Well, mon- the monkeys turn on her. That's for, uh, she's, like, she's like trying to hide from James Cotton. The monkeys like, she's right here. She's right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so monkeys. Vanessa Williams is there like waiting for Arnold to show up. This dude shows up and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, your parents are late picking you up. They told me to come get you. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, what's the password? <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, uh, your Kruger sent you? Then you'd know the secret handshake. Yeah. And she shoots him in the leg. Should shoot him right in the head. Yeah. Well, she's not a professional killer. Yeah, come on. Well, she the, does what a lot of people who are licensed to use firearms professionally should do. Go for the leg. That's she, a good idea. No, no, she should kill him because that's the Kruger handshake. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Shake this hand. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's got knives on it. <laughs> so these dudes are all like chasing her around or whatever. Arnold... God, this is amazing. This guy does not give a flying fuck about anything. Arnold drives this junkyard truck through, like, the stone gates of this zoo and just comes in like, hi. <laughs> who, is, who is ready to die? They did go you to, miss me? They go to the alley. He does have a did you miss me line. They go to the reptile house. She's, like, having a standoff with people, and he shoots and saves her, and she's like, you're late. He's like, Traffic. Yep. Oh, big time. uh, Don't worry. We're still having a pretty good time. By the way, I don't wear bulletproof vests in this movie for some reason. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Arnold at this point does get shot by one of these dudes, I think. And there's a thing about, like, the running out of ammo. She has no ammo left in her gun. uh, And Arnold has two rounds. And then... That's guys. The, this is what the eraser does. He changes the yeah. temperature changes, on the exactly. changes yes. it, dude. He flips that fucking script and he does one of the coolest <laughs> goddamn things I've ever seen. There is a tank full of computer alligators. Yeah. <laughs> he shoots the glass of this tank and these three massive alligators just fall out and start eating these guys. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking shit. The zoo doesn't feed them ever. Uh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Or they feed them people. Like That's the yeah. only way it makes sense. The, this gator immediately knows that this person is food. This one guy gets Hold his on head bit off. I just got a revelation here. Kruger's the one who says to meet at the zoo with this with, yeah. with her, yeah. right? Uh-huh, yeah. 
So maybe he's been feeding corpses to oh, these alligators for oh, years. Shit. Yeah, oh, he's been off. grooming them for yeah. just yeah. such an occasion. Exactly. <laughs> My days. murder gators will get you. <laughs> and just when you think... Go, Gerald, Reggie, and Crisp. Um, is someone say uh, gator? <laughs> <laughs> and just when you think this scene couldn't get any more amazing... Boy, does it ever! Well, the one guy gets ripped apart in half. We yes. have to say, we yep. do have to say that he gets shift. Yeah, he, he does gets get shift by shift. two of them. One but, guy gets like split like a papaya, mm-hmm. and one starts going after Arnold, and Arnold is like kicking this thing in the snout and trying to escape. It's like backing them into a corner. No, Reggie, I raised you, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> this is what should have happened to Chris Pratt. Those fucking <laughs> Jurassic World movies, yep. by the way. Blue, oh, blue, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, oh my god. You guys, come these, on, Blue. These gators are so smart. Arnold pulls the gun. He's got one bullet left. He points the gun at this gator, and the gator swipes the gun out of his hand with its tail, with its gator tail. We want what you want civilization. <laughs> oh, my God. No need for such cruel devices. <laughs> so Arnold gets his gun back. He shoots this thing in the fucking head this dr doke looking gator <laughs> this shitty computer gator it falls dead and he goes your luggage <laughs> oh my god i stood up and applauded wait hold on let okay. me get this gator i'm going to save another gator i have to erase another gator later this <laughs> month <laughs> i never you- know when i'm going to get a gator to, do, to use but did anybody else notice that there is a puppet gator on top oh, of oh, it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it looks like one of those jelly things you threw against the wall and it would stick. <laughs> like, like, it's really like It's just like water. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it God damn disgusting. It. If this movie wasn't, me, wasn't making me grin ear to ear already, this it's one of the most batshit amazing things I've ever Hypothesis. seen. Hypothesis. End the movie here. Yes. It yes. should end at the zoo. It yep. should end at the yep. zoo. Like, yep. add 20 minutes between what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, just fill it out with something. Maybe somebody's crooked. A chase scene. Maybe there, you get hey. those those reporter scenes in there. That'd be good. Like, I bet this zoo has a lion cage. That, Let's yeah. go yeah. find like a lion the, cage for James Conn to or, go get or, eaten or in. Or a silverback gorilla that can there rip him limb from limb. Like, he should, like, break uh, James Conn's, like, leg and throw him in something. <laughs> You, you're happens. never coming back. From, uh, the rest of the movie is totally fine. It never reaches this zenith. Because it's just, it's too insane. Just, it can't be topped. Have it be like Lovejoy Flanders, <laughs> yes. like uh, fight the, the on baboon a, cage. A, a, yeah. a, a, a train, a train car, that yeah. goes around the zoo. I'm, in, I'm into all of this. I'm yes, into definitely. all of this. And ended the, at the zoo. But then it ends with like Flanders oh, getting ripped no, apart. Oh, these boys have chased me from my beloved Leftorium. <laughs> <laughs> I am fighting in the zoo. Listen, lady, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, so James Coburn gets like two different stories from James Caan and Arnold. Yes. And, you know, James Caan's like, listen, he fucking turned on us. She shot at my men. She killed a bunch of guys. Like, she's crooked. They're in on it together. And Arnold's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, you know, James Coburn's like, well... James Khan already called me, so I already got his story. You're going to have to make up the rest of the movie, so I'll believe you. So, Narrowly escape death one more time at least for me, John. He winds up calling uh, his good friend Robert Pastorelli, and he goes to a gay club. And I will give this movie, it's a, it's a C- of gay club scenes, but 
for the for a 1996 action action movie, it's kind of an A plus. It, it was a, it was a ticket time bomb there for a moment because I was like, when who's yeah, gonna throw up? My who's fingernails gonna... were in the seat cushion. I was like, oh my god, is it gonna be really bad or is it just gonna be bad? I it's mean, because I was like, kind of bad. Like, it's not good. It's just kind of bad. Well, I mean, you know, there's a drag show going on. It's We've got it's men. raining men. Sure, sure, that's, sure. Cliche, that's cliche. Not out of the ordinary. Sure, but, sure, you sure. know, whatever. Robert Pastorelli has been placed again a different witness protection. He's a bartender at this gay bar. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Mm-hmm. It's 1996. It's raining men is playing, and you have a Italian mob guy uh, uh, meeting the man who put him in this situation. This can only go south, <laughs> exactly. and it doesn't. It stays totally in the middle. There's like one part where like the, he's got a, his his uh, his friend bartender's like, "Who's that guy? He looks rough." That's it. That's all we get. It's not. Yeah. No one's like ew or anything like that. Or there's. It's not a jerky boys movie. Thankfully, well, no. Thank like God for that, there's no panic here. Mm-hmm. Like actually, and Robert Pastorelli is like, "Please don't tell them I'm straight. Yeah, you're gonna blow up my spot here because yeah, he's stealing gay valor." <laughs> But this is what it was weird because I did not expect Robert Pastorelli to come back in this movie at all. And I was like, where are we going with this? And then he becomes fucking Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon. It's a, yes. it's a titch yes. on the Leo side of yes. things. So he's like, I need your help. Uh, we need to figure out like what's going on I here. I need someone to pose as a pizza delivery boy. <laughs> it's very important. This is some Mickey Mouse where she's like, there's no way you can get in here. And like even James Conn's aware of like, I want every exit, blah, 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 no, no, all no, this no. stuff. Here's what you do. You pretend you're a pizza boy. Okay, here's some Alka-Seltzer. You pretend to have a seizure. I've seen this in PCU. <laughs> I saw it in my favorite movie, PCU. We're not going to protest, okay? So take the Alka-Seltzer, go to the tower. Have you ever seen Parliament Live? <laughs> P-Funk. Oh, don't wear the shirt to the band you're yeah. seeing. Come on. Come on, I want man. you to blow me where the Pampers is. I love Jeremy Piven. <laughs> the bird show. The bird show. The wonderful bird show. Uh, so, this, oh, it's by the way, it's Ultra Seltzer, which is, the, yeah. we get a nice product placement of the tablet packet. And, you know, whatever. Uh, they steal the disc. There's a bunch of stuff that happens in this scene. Who cares? I was confused about one part here. So Robert Pastorelli, like, fakes having this seizure. He has some line about, like, I've got a bad heart, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, God. They, like, these security guards rough him up. He pops the tablet, and he starts freaking out. And the security guard is like, oh, by the way, one of these lead goons is uh, fucking Billy Bedlam from Con Air. Oh, nice. Um, he's sort of like the main... He's like right he, under James Con in the in the uh, a pantheon of thugs in this movie. He's that weird like demon woman killer from X-Files. Yes, yes. That's what I always remember him yes. from, yeah. Uh, um, what, the guy, the lead crooked computer scientist, the guy with the blonde hair who looks like he's one of the lone gunmen, yes. is in The Mask, which is also directed by our friend Chuck oh, Russell. Chuck Russell. That's yeah. right. Mm. Who is he in The Mask, though? He's just one of his one of the he's goons. One of, he's not think, Pete. The mask. Uh, <laughs> he's not Jim Carrey. Pete, what's his name? Second in command. Yeah, Cuban yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete. Mm. <laughs> um. So so what happens here is this guy chick, is like, chicky all bone, right, chick, chicky bone. This doesn't have anything to do with us looking for uh, uh, Kruger to come through. Take him to the infirmary and call the ambulance. Well, they're like, oh god, Kruger's coming. All right, give me all those uh, caffeine pills. <laughs> Make put on a pot of coffee. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but it's just this is what I don't understand. So they take 
Robert Pastorelli. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about to this to this infirmary or whatever where we have a not yet famous Cameron Mannheim playing this nurse, right? And Robert Pastorelli is clearly conscious right here, uh-huh. and he's got like a little heart monitor thing on, and he sort of like unplugs part of it, and it makes the EKG thing flatline. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, grab the paddles," and he's like, "I'm conscious," and she's like, "Let's do it." Is she? Trying to kill him? No. Or is she just that incompetent of a fucking doctor? I think it's the second one. Because it makes no... He's well, also, he should, awake. He I should prefer be he should the be first dead. one, but it's probably the yeah. second Because I thought it was a thing where like, they somehow, in between carrying him from the <laughs> lobby to the infirmary, they got hip that he was like with Arnold or something, and they were trying to just off him. Because oh. there's a shot of her like, one more time, <sighs> let's do it! And I was like... She's clearly trying to murder this. I think it's yeah. a, and he's I already dead. I think Madam, he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. It's happened twice already. He's but dead. So this is like an in-house medical staff for <laughs> yeah. Cyrex or whatever? Yeah, yeah they I used to work so. for <laughs> Disney, and now they work for Cyrex. <laughs> <laughs> they killed oh, enough that, people the frozen in the park. head died yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a great line. I think it's from Cameron Mannheim, though, where like Arnold storms in, because like, Arnold and Vanessa Williams like come in pretending to be the EMTs. Sure. They storm into the room and Cameron Mannheim, it's not a great delivery. I do like her as an actor. Sure. Not a great delivery here. She goes, Oh my god, terrorists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also with this fucking sequence, you James Conn glances at the security monitor with the medics coming in, doesn't notice that this one medic is built like a brick shit house. <laughs> and the exactly. other one is Vanessa Williams with sunglasses <laughs> yes, on. It's like, oh, the woman that worked here? <laughs> also, by the way, there was a whole scene before this where fucking James Conn like, belittled the head of security. The head of security is like, oh, we're going to get you like 12 guys to help yeah. him. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you very much. He puts a gun yeah. to this dude's neck. <laughs> And he's like, I'm taking over this operation. And I'm like, like, kick him in the nuts or something? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I'm like, what are you doing right here? Don't let everybody in this then, corporation know you're a villain. So you're that you're that fucking crazy. You're that fucking nuts. Yeah. And then some weirdo with pizzas <laughs> yes. comes in and you don't rush him. No. Like that has to be a thing where James Conn. Like, oh like, god, he I'm, buys it completely. Like, oh Jesus, I had a heart attack. What luck we have! Oh, you know <laughs> what? They opened those boxes. There were real pizzas inside there. There were not a bunch of guns. All right, who, who ordered the pizzas? Come on, guys. Uh, so they go up to James Cromwell's office and start hacking the net or whatever the fuck. We're told that there was this fifty-two million dollar bank. It's to a Syrian bank, like in sure. an account owned by the Russian mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, but the Russian mafia is introduced earlier in the film, so it's not technically like a third act Russian mafia situation. It's a third act Eels. Italian mafia, I'll tell you that oh, much. Oh, you better believe yeah. it. So, I mean, like, whatever. She gets kidnapped. They get separated. She, he gets the disc or whatever. They, he realizes it's all going to take place on the docks tonight. Right. She gets kidnapped. Am I missing anything? Not really. Just a hilarious thing where Arnold uses a security guard as a human shield, which, <laughs> oh, right. which ain't too yes, shabby. Not bad. And he, Robert Pastorelli is like, look, man, I'm going to help you out. You help me out. You got me out of that trouble with the Asabuco. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to my cousin, Tony Tutos, and we're going to crack this thing wide open. No, 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 no. Once you're a mobster and you rat on anyone in the mafia, yep. the rest, the entire mafia, God bless them, are against you. They That's will- yeah. the problem with this movie. I, I'm in love with this film. This sure. movie has a 
fundamental misunderstanding of how the mafia See, operates. What it should have been was John the Eraser Kruger calls up the mafia that controls these Baltimore docks and uh, says, like, how about an exchange? You help me with this. I throw you this piece of shit. You fucking rip him apart. Yes, that total dude, if he fucking secretly yeah. turned on him yeah. and then Robert Pastorelli just got murdered at the yes. end. If his last words in this movie were, I thought we had a deal, and then he gets shot in the oh, head. Oh, man. Yeah. A plus. Yep, no, man, totally. he, he could, and he could open his whole book then. <laughs> and like, well, who, who else do you want? But I mean, that's the thing is like that. What I understand about the mafia is they will always go after ex rats, even if somebody from the mafia is taking their daughter to visit colleges. You know right. what I mean? Like that's, that's right. That's how that works. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you take your daughter on a college visit. You fucking notice this dude. Mm-hmm. You're fucking killing that guy. You make the first great episode of a great series. I mean, that's how that works. That's. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but when you're dealing with Frankie Three Nuts or whatever, <laughs> Frankie the, Three Nuts or whatever the fuck, I hate these fucking guys. Tony so, Two Toes. Now is, this was. Uh, a real fucking Deus Ex Mafia, by the way, because uh, what, are, yes, thank what you. are the fucking odds that this dude's cousin operates the exact docks where this deal is going down? Are you fucking kidding me? And it's the guy, it's one of the guy, the bigger gangsters from Casino, that fat dude. Uh, the dude, oh, he's in like it's, the Analyze This and That yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like if Chaz Palminari ate too much and then melted. <laughs> Joe Fitterelli is this guy's name. Uh, long, long deceased. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, he, he, he had a big 90s. <laughs> um, he did, yeah. He did. Physically. Is Tony Longo one of the other ones? Yes. Yeah. Is it Tony Longo? I think yeah. Tony Longo is one of the other ones. Pastorelli shows up. He's like, yes, hey. you're correct. They're like, hey, I thought you ratted out the rest of your crew. And he's like, I did, but those guys were scumbags. And he's like, yeah, it's cool. It's like, nah. It's, oh, oh and wait, we get to help you and the federal government? Excellent. If it's one thing the mafia loves, it is being patriots and assisting no. the federal do government. Have, do you have a contract we could sign for you? <laughs> they were just trying to get like a cut of this action that's mm-hmm. happening at the docks. Yeah, like, oh, $52 million? Where's our piece? You're using my docks for that? Exactly. Well, that's kind of the auspices in which they like infiltrate this thing. It's like, you got no union guys on this illegal crime. Which is kind of great that at the end of this movie they're like wait a second we have to have a pro-union message right here (laughs) somebody needs to for christ's sake uh but it's kind of weird because i was realizing i'm pretty sure this is the first time in a movie that i've seen anyway where like you had it's not entirely mickey mouse but it's pretty much mickey mouse mafia oh absolutely mafia sure uh running up against like an action movie in such like a hardcore like Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie okay you know what they they actually kill a couple people so they're like Batman the animated series level gangsters Let's say but that. still cartoon. Let's, let's give them fair. Let's give yeah, them some fairness, fair. though. But what's from also, Town, the mafia from Toontown. <laughs> while they are the executing, will help me. While they are executing all those dudes, their the look on their face is like, I can't believe we're fucking killing people in an action movie. Wait, we're in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Weird. Oh, shit. That's the thing. You're supposed to be like they're supposed to be who you you like empathize the most with i think on screen yeah or them being like oh my god this is so amazing right. they're having the time of their lives yeah. it's like if us the audience got to go yeah, to this movie right. and kill people <laughs> great line somewhere around here uh, i think it might be from tiny two tits or whatever this guy's name is <laughs> no, that's my name <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Jimmy Three Dicks is like uh, <laughs> left keep, nut Luciano. He's like, <laughs> keep your heads up and your assholes puckered. Somebody says that, and it's fucking great. So it might like, be a James Con line. Actually, James Con is there to to do this deal with the Russians, right? And um, he's like going to give the Russians uh, Vanessa. Well, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He's like, hey, look, uh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Take this woman, and they're like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, Vanessa Williams is like back in the movie, like help, and she's help. yeah, she's olive oil, she's tied to a chair. What? There's what? some rape threat going on here. Big time. Yeah. What? What am I going to do? <laughs> so, I don't know. Do, do you money? Uh, are you an money, ass- are you an assassin or what? Because that's all I'm looking for is people to kill people. Kill her? Will you just kill her, please? There's a great moment here where you realize that like this X-ray technology should one. Th- thousand percent not be used as a scope on a sniper yep. rifle yeah. like this because here's this dude like up in a tower like trying to find arnold with this thing and he sees a dude walking around with a gun and he's just like nice shotgun asshole and he fires off this super weapon but it's just one of his teammates yeah the skeleton is a too close of a look i think yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, nice try, asshole. I saw Total Recall. I saw what you looked like in that security booth. So Arnold's running around. He definitely impales some dude with a pipe around here. Oh, he slays him like fucking like a vampire hunter. It's another Michael Myers thing, though, because he jacks this dude up against a wall, and the guy sticks there. This is awesome. It's a secret slasher movie. Um, Oh, Vanessa Williams hits that Russian guy, Petrovsky or whatever, the Russian mobster in the head with a coffee pot. Oh, that's pretty great. It's the same guy who played the uh, head of the Russian embassy in Burn After Reading. Everyone. Knows that, and then uh, the mo- uh, the mafia that. shoots the Russian dudes. They come off this. Uh, That's what's it's like construction. Yeah. There's like some crane or something yeah. that comes up, and they're like surprise, like they're the Lost Boys, <laughs> and they just start laying waste to all these Russian assassins. By the way, we notice who one of these Russian assassins is. Who's that? Our good friend Sven Olthorsen. Oh, that's right. I thought he didn't oh, make the he? movie, but he made the movie. He absolutely oh, is. He's one of these dudes with a fucking Kalishnikov. Hey, God bless. Hey, buddy. Uh, just, I just came out of my erasure screening. Remember when I called you around Christmas and she didn't you had anything? And you were like, no, I'm just doing the erasure, but nobody's allowed. You remember I told you like it was going to be a hard holiday season, <laughs> and uh, the car had to keep going into the shop, and I was like, hey, Arnie, if you got anything, bud, even if it's just a nameless Russian assassin. <laughs> and look, I know, I know it was only 20 seconds for you. <laughs> I understand it. I, I'm just looking for a bone, but <laughs> Yeah, now I'm going to have to go on government assistance by becoming governor of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Now I'm at my last resort, becoming the governor of Minnesota. All you had to do was hire me to play an assassin, but no, now I'm running for office. Jesse, I'm the lieutenant governor. No, this is not welfare. You're supposed to do a job. You keep calling it welfare. Nope, nope. Listen, buddy. I was trying to be an eraser, and Arnie didn't call me back. So now here we what are. are I'm on government assistance. Easiest way to get government cheese here, pal, <laughs> is what? run the damn state. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have to give this stupid state of the state 
Adelaide address every year if a certain Austrian someone <laughs> cast me as a Russian assassin. Yeah. Give me the keys to the vault of the government cheese, buddy. And by the way, I want to know what's going on with that moon cheese. <laughs> I, uh, everybody, at today's staff meeting, I just have to say one thing you might notice, that Devin is not here. That's because uh, last night he invited me over to his house to have dinner with him and his wife. And when I walked into their entertainment room, I spied a racer on VHS <laughs> and I went into a fucking furious rage. And then, and then I also, and then at another person's house, I saw an actual eraser, and I went fucking ape shit. That's right, pens only, pals. By the way, my first act of governor of Minnesota is twofold. One, all blockbusters, Hollywood videos, and mom and pop non-franchise video stores have to not sell rentals to the film Eraser. Secondly. The non-U.S. citizen Sven Thorson is banned from anywhere within the Minnesota state lines. But, but come on, Jesse. I just want to see a Twins game. It is crazy that we still have this feud years later. You know what, buddy? That's what TV broadcasts are for. Get the fuck out. No, and it's blocked out. My channel is blocked out. Tough titty, buddy. I could have been an eraser, but here we are. <laughs> So anyway, Sven Olthorsen's in this movie for six and a half seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatsoever. just nothing. He does nothing. Um, Arnold has another fucking great Jason Voorhees move, though, you guys. Remember when he jumps out of the floor? Yeah, oh. he does that. Oh, then, at this point, he gets both super guns. Yeah, and now he's yeah. walking like the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, it's very, well, he does have a, uh, I'll be right there, which is very <laughs> oh, close man. to an I'll be back. <laughs> I was like... My ears like pricked up at the start of the sentence. Like, you'll be what? Oh, right. Okay. No, and right there, not to be back. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. How could I be back? But then it's, I mean, it then it just comes down to James Caan and fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger on a crane like uh, yeah, box. Yeah, like on a cargo box going to the ship full of, full of rail guns. year olds going at it. <laughs> how, and do, like, how do they even get on top of the box? I don't know. There's too much action happening. We're just there. <laughs> Arnold gets shot in the shoulder and he is totally broken arrowing right now because yep. he's like, boxing and he's lifting shit up he and climbs up this crate i was like how's he gonna climb up that ladder with one hand nope he sucks it up and uses the shot arm that's what the eraser's about man um and it's kind of great right here he's like he tells vanessa williams to like grab a ladder and he mm. shoots like a chain and the cargo thing falls and vanessa williams is like still hanging from this ladder while him and james Khan crash on this hilarious CGI freighter. You see this thing fucking fall? Yeah. Dude, they were a little too cocky with the CGI in this movie. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, uh, Governor, Governor Ventura, <laughs> may, I, may I please enter the state? My son is getting married. I wish, <laughs> I wish he wasn't getting married to a Minnesotan, but here we are. You know I, what, buddy? Two words, video phone. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I, I just, literally, Jesse, it's my only son. I, I, this only happens once, pal. Let's, let's, Let's be friends again. You got 49 other <laughs> states to get married in, buddy. <laughs> Look, uh, she, her family is Minnesota royalty. That's all I can say. Listen, we either have borders or we don't. <laughs> Two words for you, pal. Step off. <laughs> I, I literally, I, I, I have the Step gift. off. I just, I just want to see my you, son. You... <laughs> Good sir, you are an illegal alien in this state. You know what? Last time I went toe-to-toe -to -toe with an illegal alien, he was called the Predator. And yes, maybe I died horrifically, but he got what was coming to him. 
You know well, what, yeah. Sheriff? Open fire. Well, you know what? I guess I'm not an illegal alien because I have a work permit for eraser, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. I love being an eraser. That's it. I'm having your son arrested. How about that? <laughs> Charges? I'll figure it out. Looks like he might have had some drugs on him tomorrow night. <laughs> Hey, guess what, Jesse? I almost talked in the movie Mallrats, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. I almost talked in that movie. Um, James Caan has a crazy line here. He's like, say goodbye, John. Fucking weird James Caan delivery. Yeah, he's having, he's, James Caan, at the very least, is having a lot of fun. Time with of his one. life, I'd yeah, wager. He's yeah. really having fun with this one. Yeah, they <laughs> fall. They both survive somehow. Yeah. But I James Caan is like crippled under this like, Dude, huge door. Dude, a door falls on him. Kind of great. And like Arnold lifts it up. He's like, John, you got to help me, John. Oh, and like the, the eraser has a heart. You know, it's his mentor. He lifts sure. it up and he pulls a gun on him. It's kind of a great Arnold's like, I knew it. And just yeah. swats this gun away. Very casual swatting this gun and like that's kind of it like and then like the press is there or something <laughs> and you think like that's the end of the movie and it kind yeah. of should be well because i think. was part of me was like oh cool like he didn't execute this villain yeah you know what what an interesting that's, twist that's a different uh-uh. yeah it's only to have a more sadistic ending to this film well, well actually and then uh vanessa l williams and arnold show up and shake from handshake. I mean, it is kind of crazy that the only person kissing in this movie is James Caan against a dead woman. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, that's what I was hoping. That that did not get that did not test poorly. That tested actually very well. The audience wanted to watch 15 minutes of it. It was like, ah, the interracial kiss, yeah, they almost burned the theater down. Necrophilia, they were fine it with it. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we get we get like coming out of the courtroom kind of a thing. James Caan hilariously walking with a James Kane, <laughs> um, and I guess both he and this undersecretary of defense have been indicted for treason, not half bad. And they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, so you win some, you lose some. They get into uh, they, they as they're getting into a limousine. Arnold and Vanessa Williams get into a car, and it explodes. James Caan has the line, "Too bad she's never going to get to testify." Oh, right. Van blows up, but then we look. Arnold, I guess, with help from the Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because yes. uh, yeah. you just see like this manhole closing back up. Uh, so they have well, erased. He, saved, he had to erase their identities. <laughs> right, them. exactly. Right. Oh man, what happens when the eraser erases himself, dude? That had, was the real question. They did do it for Splinter up. back in the day. <laughs> they replaced oh, Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> that was his first job. He carried a rat corpse. <laughs> well, the, the fucking Yakuza was after Splinter. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's, that's actually that's totally all true. that coke that he stole. That is canonical. <laughs> Um, so then we see, like, they're in the limo and the undersecretaries. Are, it's kind of weird because James Khan, like, he's a sadistic character, but it kind of goes into overdrive here because he's in the limo and he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to kill that person. I'm going to kill their whole fucking family. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's what? him, It's him. the undersecretary, and, like, the corporate like, Guy. stooge. Yeah. yeah. More heart. And, like, <laughs> yes. That and, is and, and then he is specific. Like, and then, but then James Conn's like, yeah, no. Now that fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, that one guy's dead, I can do whatever I like. Well, yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to get back right, right back to business. It's like, we're being indicted. <laughs> That's what's amazing. He's like, so tomorrow, another $52 million weapons deal? No. And then, like, he's like, but uh, by the way, whoever decided to kill Vanessa Williams and Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're a genius. Wait, you didn't? And I didn't. Huh? And then, like, the car stops. It is our good friend Robert Pastorelli now playing a limo driver. Uh-huh. Let me ask Rocky and Bullwinkle if they <laughs> did it. 
And like the doors yeah. to this limo lock, Pastorelli like closes up the partition. Did you notice a sweet harmonica sound when he gets out of there? Because it's a yep. little jazzy. <laughs> yep, just a tad. You had that. There's a couple of instances, and I'm surprised there wasn't more on the score of uh, just some real action movie guitar going on. Yeah, kajunk junks. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I call them kajunk junks. Yeah. Yes. So the Arnold We've got kajunk junk. The phone in the limo rings. I think is the idea. And isn't this where Arnold says you've you're yes, erased? You've been erased. You've yeah. been erased. And, and they're like, wait, what? And Pastorelli parked the limo on the train tracks. And a train comes and they all explode into smithereens. Well, and this is fucking Schwarzenegger's oh, problem. Dude. He just got Pastorelli is now his Robin. Right, <laughs> yes. But James Conn also gets to see Arnold briefly outside. Yes. He's, just, he's like, I just came to watch. <laughs> like, what why is he even there? To, just to watch, dude. Yeah. To watch this fucking masterpiece conclude. But the problem is the last line should be, you've been erased, and then credits, or they were erased. He's like, but this is great, well, though. We got, it's, an- we got another line it's coming. Great. Yeah. Well, because it's weird, because Vanessa Williams is sitting in the car. It can't be any more than 100 feet away. Yeah. And she's like, what happened? <laughs> and he goes, they caught the train credits. Oh, it was kind of awesome. It would be great if he was like, well, that was some kill you we just did, right, Vanessa Williams? And she goes, that's we always save the best for last. <laughs> I plotted the killing of a high-ranking government employee. Keep your hands above the dash. If people think we're holding hands underneath the dashboard, they might not rent this movie. It's 1996. Look, man, it's fucked up. This movie played terribly in Alabama. (laughs) Oh, man. And this movie's over with, and it's awesome. And would anybody recommend it? Sounds like you would. I fucking totally would, man. (laughs) I would, too. Two tits up. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) I remember seeing it in the theater in the 90s and being kind of like, meh, because I feel like I was hitting Arnold fatigue because that's all I watched all the time. Right, yeah. Um, And by 96, I mean, Yeah, I mean, this almost felt like a spoof movie of his. But... um, I watched it again the other year, and I watched it for this, and I loved it both times. So definitely, it's reinvented itself. In Great my, in my a mind. hangover movie. Ooh, oh, yeah. without question. Absolutely. Just the perfect length? Yeah, just perfect the amount of length. stupidity? It's a little long. I will say it's a little long. I do yes. think that there's, like, if this was, if this really were, like, if it ends in the Crocodile House, it's in the top five Arnold movies. It's, like, but maybe it's, top five, top six. Yeah. But, like, the changing... I, I like the changing settings, like, mm-hmm. that that they chunk it together like that, like, uh-huh. big sequences like that. That's a great hangover, because that gives you a lot mm-hmm. of times to cut for more fucking advertisements. Absolutely. So oh. I get a fucking nice four-hour thing going with this two-hour <laughs> thing. Oh, totally, dude. Here. TBS would have a fucking field day with this movie, <laughs> without question. This is post-wedding shit. <laughs> Listen, Jesse, I just, the receptionist, can I at least go to the cocktail hour? Hey, you know what? I got a cocktail, buddy. It's called fucking ammonia and bleach. (laughs) (laughs) Drink that shit somewhere in a Dakota, my brother. We used to be friends, Jesse. Yeah, well, you know what? My family had to sleep in the snow on Christmas because I lost a job to you. You selfish Swedish fuck. Guess what? Guess what? You send me up all the leftovers from the catering. (laughs) You got yourself a deal. That's Eraser from 1996, directed by Charles Chuck Russell. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com. Find us over on the HeadGum Network or, of course, over on patreon.com slash we hate movies for all sorts of extra bonus shows like our show uh, The Nexus, which is Star Mm -hmm. Trek uh, chat. 
Animation mm-hmm. Damnation, which is shitty cartoon chat, commentaries, we, all sorts of stuff. We just dropped our episode on America's Sweethearts, which is excellent. People, <laughs> people are giving rave reviews to that. And we're just about to drop the Twilight Mentary, which was done as a power hour for one hour. Right. That's right. Which is when so, we, we drank our faces off. So um, apologies all around. <laughs> we don't know if it's even listenable yet. But the good um, thing is we're not dead. Yes, yes we That survived. was really, really what the positive we've taken away from all this. So check that all out. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Find us on Twitter at WHM Podcast. Uh, and, of course, on Facebook. Facebook.com slash We Hate Movies. Now, Steve Sadak, as far as I understand it, the summer blockbuster extravaganza rolls on next week. Yeah, it's a, it's a quieter movie. It's just mm-hmm. about a regular adult pitcher. Oh, wait. No, wait. It's not an adult pitcher. Uh, it's a child who's pitching baseball. Wait, what? <laughs> it's Rookie of the Year. We'll have to figure out that mess next week. <laughs> so until next week when it's Rookie of the Year, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>